Welcome to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy discusses how making an aspiration is like planting a seed. Welcome. In the previous episode, I talked about the four limitless ones, which are basically four aspirations. Aspirations that all being be happy, that they not suffer, that they take greater delight in the accomplishments and happiness of others, and that we and all beings develop greater equanimity or stability of mind. But what are aspirations really about? That's what I'd like to look into today. The word aspiration, interestingly, comes from the notion of outbreaths, outbreaths, the notion of placing intentions or wishes or hopes on the breaths, so sending them out, something to do with aspirations, sending something out from within us. But you could say, well, what's the point? What are aspirations anyway? They're just thoughts. They're just thoughts, and what benefits could they possibly have? We have lots of empty thoughts. We have lots of dreaminess and ideas. In fact, even in one session of sitting practice, personally, I've spun out all sorts of aspirations to do all sorts of things, none of which actually resulted in anything. So how is it positive? And what kind of thoughts and why would we do aspirations? Is it just indulging in things we'd like to do that we have no intention of actually doing? What is it actually about? Because it's important. Aspirations of all sorts are part of contemplative tradition of the Buddha Dharma. And this leads to the question of how do we relate to our thoughts altogether and what is the role of thoughts? There's a lot of ideas about thoughts in the general understanding of meditation. Some people think thoughts are bad. They're supposed to get rid of them when you meditate, but that's not certainly how I practice or how I've been taught. And when we do practice, we do change our relationship to thoughts and the thinking process. We look at them a little bit from a different angle. When you're practicing meditation and all sorts of thoughts arise as is naturally activity of mind, you don't get rid of them and you don't feed them. You just notice them and return to the technique. In this case, usually return to the breath. So you note the thoughts, but you don't follow along. You don't analyze. You don't overthink. You just look at them like they're the environment or the weather around you and you return to the technique. So there is a simplifying and a changing of focus on thought content to more understanding the thought process, how thoughts bubble up, remain for a short time and then dissolve back, bubbling up and dissolving back. So seeing the process of thinking, but not being so caught up in particular contents, it's certainly when you're sitting and doing meditation practice. But as we go about our day, we do have thoughts, and those thoughts have a lot of power. So how do we work with thoughts in that context? And that's where the notion of aspiration perhaps is the most applicable. The idea is that the thoughts we put in matter. And rather than kind of getting into a battleground with ourselves, a lot of times we have thoughts we don't want to have and we try to get rid of them. Instead, we plant something positive in our mind. In a sense, we just simply insert positive aspirations into our mind by doing things like chanting the four limitless ones. We just put them there like little seeds. And the idea is that these little seeds of positivity, I suppose you could say, eventually may manifest in actions, may take root and develop and transform a kind of habitual patterns of mind. So we're not getting rid of anything, we're kind of going around It's almost like a form of inner martial arts or something. We say, okay, how are we going to struggle with our mind and all the crazy things that arise? We're not going to struggle with it. 
we're actually going to be kind. We're going to offer a whole other approach. We're going to get around it. We're not going to confront, but we're undermining by positivity in a certain strange way. So you could say aspirations, on the one hand, they are empty thoughts. They're just thoughts. But when we do make aspirations, it does matter if we have some kind of wholeheartedness about it. It's not totally just going through the motions or routine ritual with no meaning. At the same time, it's, it's true. They're just thoughts. They're just thoughts that we're planting, deliberately planting certain thoughts in our mind. And seeing that as almost like providing a landing pad for positive actions to grow and flourish. You could say this is working with what we call the power of imagination. So many amazing, brilliant accomplishments of all sorts, the development of even great traditions such as the Buddha Dharma or other great spiritual or psychological traditions come from human imagination. So imagination has tremendous power, but it also can be very dreamy and empty. So we're working with both those sides, awareness of what is an empty thought and what is an imaginative thought that might bear fruit many years from now. And in the Tibetan tradition, there's a lot of deliberate work with the imagination, recognizing that we're imagining things all the time, but often we're imagining things that are not that helpful, and in fact, maybe actually harmful. So planting positive seeds of imagination. And the basic guideline for positive imagination is thoughts that benefit others. And the four limitless aspirations are definitely in that category of thoughts that are simple, very human, and realistic in terms of the suffering and joys of life and directed towards others and ourselves within that context. Thank you for joining me for this glimpse of Dharma. This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. To learn more about Judy Leaf's teachings, publications, and retreats, or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.